What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, I am Teresa Palmer. And I am Sarah Wright Olson. And we have a podcast. Yeah, you're listening to The Mother Days. <gasps> Celebrating the days with a Z and the days of motherhood. That's right, because sometimes you are in a daze when you are a mom. Most days. Most days. We are going to be chatting to such inspiring people who know more about this subject than we do. Yep, like mental health advocates, doctors, midwives, parenting experts, celebrity friends. Psychics. Tarot card readers. (laughs) Ghost whisperers. (laughs) Pretty much everything that we are passionate about and then some. And we're also going to talk to listeners like you. We want to hear your stories, uh, birth stories, your crazy mom fails, things that are going on in your life that we have all experienced. So let's link arms. Let's put on our flowy white dresses. Let's grab all 470 of our children. (laughs) And dive in. (laughs) And let's navigate ourselves through the Mother Days. Pause what you're doing right now. Follow us at the Mother Days so you don't miss a single episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Guys, you're in the Mother Days. It's the same thing with, you know, YouTube comments. Yeah. People can type. They can spell check. They can know what they're going to say. Yep. And they type that out and then do that. I mean, a lot of times people don't spell check, but. Uh, <laughs> <Dang> <laughs> true. Welcome back to The Random Theory. I am Grace. I'm Josh. And here we share a lot of strange information. Yes. This is the uh, follow up. The follow up to last week's, which was uh, a cliffhanger ending. About to, social media. To be continued ending on, be s- on continued. social media and uh, the disease that it is. <laughs> it really is a disease. Yeah. So last week we talked about how social media is like a dopamine hit. Oxytocin yep. gives you basically the same experience you feel on your wedding day or you would feel. But yeah, now you feel it every crazy. single day. Yeah. Also, which is crazy. we are recording it moments. This is this is getting recorded Ten, 10 minutes after the last one yeah we took a little potty break um, yeah stretched our legs had a little potty break in between but we, we are, sit in like the most uncomfortable chairs as well so dude my butt is asleep 
hard asleep. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, do I have a butt still? It's no good down there, but no. um, we're good. It's all good. We're good. We're getting the information out. Yeah, that's we are. What, that's what's important. Thank you guys so much for sharing the podcast last week. Yeah. That really meant it. a lot. And with this being the follow-up, I hope you shared this one as well. That's all we're asking for. Not a rating, yeah, not a review. Don't give us a rating review. We just want you to share this information with people so that yeah. they're aware of what just to open some yeah. eyes. What this the hit that social media is doing and yeah. giving on their lives. So. Yeah. We just want we just want that information. Like we're not saying that we're the um, worst things out there, but No, no, no. That we're like the re, the like direct resource on the correct, you know, best information. Oh, no, no, no. That's definitely not us. We're two monkeys in trench coats. Literally. We are not experts. Um, but we do know a thing or two about social media. We we definitely know a thing or two about social media and Really, we hope that the information in this podcast is just enough to like open some eyes and start some conversations. Start the curiosity about it. Like, yeah. what am I actually being fed on social media? And yeah. is it actually making an impact on my mental health? Definitely. And I am so excited about this week's podcast because yeah. social media has impacted, you've seen it, uh-huh. impacted my mental health. Big time. So much. Big and I am time. not afraid to say it. Yeah. Like, it has, it's also hit me too a yeah. little bit. Not as much as you. <laughs> understandably so yeah um but yeah but we no, still it's... both have to sit there and read the comments and cipher through stuff and oh so it's gosh. it's a lot it's a lot it is a lot and i again just like last the last episode i got a lot of thoughts and feelings on this yes so there's gonna be a lot of ranting yep um, but it's good ranting it is good ranting it is okay so let's read some ratings yeah, and reviews i don't have a segue this week there was no segue to that no. but it's okay i, I understand it's, it's okay. hard this one for me this week comes from random man 05 okay they titled it i love that name number one good random name man. Yeah. yeah yeah you're really here for the random theory yeah is that did you just make that up for this or is that actually your we're name? here for you yeah uh he titled it great podcast okay great podcast love the topics and the king of random youtube channel i'm super into random things and this definitely counts Thanks, random man. Thank you, random man. That means so much. I'm so glad that you're watching T-Core on YouTube. Yeah. That makes my heart nice. sing um, yeah. because YouTube is a scary place for me. It's, <laughs> it is a, it's been a real scary place <laughs> the last couple. a real couple, scary place. Last little while, so. But, but thank um, you. But yeah, I, I appreciate that, random man. We are also into random things. So. <laughs> we are. We definitely are. Um, I have one here. This okay. is from A. Dierig. Oh. Is that a relation to you? That is. That would be my mother. Shout out to Grace's mom. Go mom. <laughs> uh, which I have been told by you. She's a she's a frequent listener. She is. She's an avid listener. Her and my dad listen on the way to work yeah. every week. Well, what's so. up? How are you guys doing? Hey, mom. Hey, dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she had a good review. So, you know, got to read it. Also, I'm just going in order. So it would have got read originally. Um, but she titled it Farmer's Almanac. Okay. How useful is it for planning? Hmm. We have patients that plan their dental surgeries on good, good in parentheses, okay. almanac days. So y- your mother and father run a dental practice. They do. Yes. If, if you, <laughs> in case you're curious. <laughs> in case you were curious. What, I mean, she said dental surgeries. So. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. It is. Asking it, about the farmer's almanac. I have some opinions. Yeah. Is that a, on that, the almanac? Is that an episode? Though? It is an episode. So we might have to do that. Um, and then she also had a knock knock joke. Oh, we love that. Yeah. So knock knock. Who's there? All of. All of who? All of this podcast. How about you? <laughs> all of. All <laughs> she of, all loves this podcast. She all loves this podcast. <laughs> I feel like. Love you, mom. That's like a British accent. All of. I love. I love this all podcast. All of this podcast. <laughs> How about you? 
Uh, nice. Thank you. Thanks, so much. mom. Thank you to Grace's mom. <laughs> we will probably do an episode on the farmer's almanac. Yeah, I'm point. feeling it. Hot take on that one. It's gonna. It'll probably be full of hot takes from hot Grace. Takes. I don't really have any opinions on the farmer's almanac. I got some heavy opinions, especially with the weather in it. Yeah. So oh, it's a yeah. Whole thing. Well, speaking of a podcast full of hot takes, welcome back to social media. Let's get back <laughs> into part two, the the epic conclusion. Epic conclusion to social media. We're talking about mental health with social media today. Yeah, you did a you did a bit of, a bit of a catch up at the beginning of this one. Yep. Um, if you didn't listen to part one, we highly recommend you go back and listen to it. Well, yeah. Otherwise, this one's just going to be kind of incomplete. Yeah, you're you, gonna be like, you huh? need to, yeah, you need to get the full the full picture. I guess this is the thing that's affected by everything yes. that we talked about before. Yep, your dopamine, your oxytocin, yeah. all the things going up in your brain. What does that do for you? That's what we're talking about today. Yes. So let's get into it. We can simply do things and experience things on social media that we cannot do anywhere else. Yeah. While sitting alone at home, we can make our most private and personal thoughts instantly and globally public. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is why I have a problem with the metaverse. Uh, dude, hot take here. Metaverse is garbage. I don't... <laughs> and I don't understand it. I think we are creating a false world. Well, we are. It is, That's yeah. what it is, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I think that we are just going to increase loneliness. Absolutely. Separation. Yeah. And it's basically going to just turn into this thing where there's no social interaction. You just interact with these avatars. Like yeah. your life is going to become Wally in a video game. Side we note, are headed in that direction. I love Wally, by the way. I do too. Great movie. Um, I agree. And I here's the thing. Like there are people, and I agree with them somewhat, that are like, well, what about people that, you know, have health problems? They can't leave home sure, often. Sure. Whatever. Or, you know, like elderly people. Yeah. You know, they want to visit Paris and they obviously can't. Right. In that specific instance, it's a good thing. Yeah. I think. Yes. You know, maybe yes. like at a nursing home. Yeah. Sure. Strap on the VR goggles and let them just do what they Go want to do. Go visit. Yeah. Um, but for the general public, young people especially. Yep. It is. Yeah. It's only going to further uh, the problem. <laughs> yeah. What we are doing with the metaverse and things. Yeah. Social media are historically unprecedented psychological experiences. Yeah. In this way, we are experiencing what has been described as online disinhibition. Disinhibition is a phenomenon where we do and say things on the internet that we would probably not do in a face to face environment. Yeah. We have absolutely um, direct experience with that. So much. Every day. Literally every day. Yeah. And I think what's so hard for me, so I'm going to be very honest and vulnerable. Here we go. <sighs> this is good. It is. I read so much hate about myself. Yeah. For Okay, real quick. For anyone that is not coming over from YouTube to yes. watch, we run a fairly large <laughs> YouTube channel called T-Core. Find us on YouTube. Formerly known as the King of Random. And weed through a lot of comments. Yes. And the channel over the last couple years has gone through a lot of changes a lot a lot of changes uh we've gone through three hosts i am the fourth yes and um it has caused some upset obviously understandably yes sort of yes uh understandably that you know people would it would ruffle some feathers yep but obviously that has that has created a lot of uh hate so much that is unfortunately 
being directed in places that it shouldn't. Yes. And for me, we do read through the comments. I do my very best not to take the opinions to heart. Yeah. But when you read comment after comment after comment about people saying mean and hateful things to you, it is so disheartening and spirit breaking and heartbreaking. And for me, what is the toughest part to stomach is that I know if I met these people face to face in public, they would be so excited to meet me. Yeah. They would not have a mean thing to say. They would be so excited that they're meeting me and having a conversation with me. Yeah. And the worst part for me is I will never know who left the hateful comment. Yeah. You won't know. You won't I will know. never know. Yeah. But I can't tell you how many times I've taken pictures with people. Yeah. Who knows if they've said hateful things about those. me online. Yeah. But I'm going to smile anyway and take the picture because they're fans of T-Core. They're fans of T-Core, yeah. They're fans of you. Yeah. And that's the thing like that. It's so crazy. Um, And this is totally like it's not really relatable content because uh, I guess you have to be in the position of, you know, getting hundreds of comments a day or whatever. But it is the weirdest perspective shift. Yes. When you read comments, you know, hate hate filled comments. And like I said, like the past year, there's been a lot of changes. And so there has been a lot of of hate directed towards you most like mostly mm-hmm. uh people you know i'm i'm kind of behind the scenes except for this podcast so people don't really know that i do anything but i've been here the whole time but you know like especially on reddit like our, our subreddit if anyone like if anyone's a t-core fan we don't use the subreddit because it's a dumpster fire it's a bit of a dumpster fire and there are people on there that would post like long breakdowns just spewing hate yeah it's the online disinhibition, you know, where they say things that they wouldn't face to face. You know, I read these like long hate filled breakdowns of our YouTube channel. Yeah. And I'm like, who is this person? And why would they say like, why are they saying? Why these are things? they so hateful? Why are they so concerned and like hateful towards two monkeys in trench coats? Literally. <laughs> that are just doing our best and i think that's really the tough part for me because if i leave t-core yeah there is nothing left we don't have another host on deck yeah videos stop and to be honest there have been times you've seen it that like reading the comments and the things that people say have broken me what how could they not i mean that's the thing like if people don't realize like on youtube and on Instagram, on every platform, there is a tool where we can put in keywords and then it holds those comments so they do not get posted to the public. And a lot of the keywords and stuff, you know, they're like swear words and things like that. Like 95% Nin- of them are 90, swear words. 95, yeah, like just stuff that, you know, we don't want kids to see and things like that. Because no one needs to read that. Because no one needs to, yeah, it's just trash. But we still see those comments. Yeah. For the most part. We don't, I mean, you you know, we don't always, but we we do still see those and it's crazy to see comments that are just like you guys suck we hate you know constantly we hate you channel's gone downhill you you ruined everything yeah yeah how could that not break you as a person to see that every day every single day and i think what's so hard is you know i i am a very i i was 
a very happy person. <laughs> like yeah. I was a very happy person that like had a lot of joy and had a lot of like excitement about life. Yeah. But social media, YouTube has completely broken me. Yeah. And people say like, oh, well, you just used to be so happy because you were like jaded to the world. And it's like, no, I wasn't. No. Like I genuinely was a very happy person, good, bad and ugly. But like when you, you can only take so much before the world breaks you apart. Yeah, and my goal yeah. with T-Core has only been to bring people in and to fill them up and to give them good content. Yeah. And to be completely honest, the content hasn't changed. Well, <laughs> I mean, it has yeah, changed I mean, it, in the perspective of what is being presented. Yeah. But if we want to talk about quality, yeah, hasn't changed. Yeah, I mean, it. You know, we maybe someday we should do an episode just just kind of sitting down and and talking about it. I yeah. Don't, I, I guess all I'll say, and again, we can do like something about it someday and really bust into it. Oh yeah. Um, but is that a lot of the hate is definitely unjust and oh, yeah. certainly like it's unjust and not being directed to the right place even and i don't even think there is a place to direct it no like, <laughs> that, but, that's the thing is there's not but to be fair like grace and i were basically thrown into a situation mm-hmm. and we haven't uh, uh, like that's it yeah like any of the changes that came from that were not you know, we weren't changing things to be like, well, whatever. We're we making weren't it changing things to be petty. We weren't no. changing things to be mean. We're not changing things to be rude. Like, yeah. I am. We are both still friends with Nate and Mark. Dude, I text Nate constantly. We still talk to yeah, Nate. I filmed part of Nate's last one of his last videos. There are, and I think <laughs> everyone wants there to be this big drama thing. Like, yeah, but there isn't. Like, no. we are all so cool. Like, literally, Nate's car was making a funny noise the other day, and he called me, or he texted me and was like, hey, can I potentially come by the studio if I can't figure this out, and, like, you yeah. give me a ride home? And Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Fine. Like, yeah. I don't... Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready? Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day is coming on October 26th. Amazon will host live hiring events in your city to showcase all the reasons why this Amazon Warehouse is the place to work. Things like competitive pay, great benefits, and so much more. Drop in for some swag, bring a friend, and you could even walk away with a job. To find an Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day event close to you, visit Amazon.com slash hiring day. That's Amazon.com slash hiring day. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hey, Material Girls, we're Freddie, Chantel, and Devin, and together, we're We're Money Money Honeys, a financial podcast where we tell you the real deal, down and dirty, ins and outs of all things money, honey. We didn't come for money, so everything we have is learned and self-made. So we're here to share our info with you and to learn alongside with you and some experts. We play some silly games, we learn some fast facts, along with some real ass chit chat. We're talking home buying, budgeting, credit cards, crypto, you name it. So pause right now, subscribe, and join us every Wednesday for new episodes of Money Money Honeys. And so like there's so much hate for some reason. And, you know, I don't ever want someone to like crap on T-Core because there is a beautiful legacy here. And all you and I are trying to do is maintain that. Yeah, like that's... Obviously, okay, like obviously things have to change. Like YouTube is, we, we said this in the yes. last episode, we were talking about YouTube. YouTube has been around for like 
over 10 years like it came out it was like two i, I don't even it's know it's so like old over 10 years the t-core youtube channel has been around for uh, i don't even know like seven years eight years or something mm-hmm. stuff has to change and that's just unavoidable like if you look at literally anything yeah brands tv show like what's a tv show that has like nine seasons or whatever it evolves it is gonna change by the end and but- Guess what? Characters come in and characters, characters go out. Come in, uh, stuff just has to change, and it's hard to um, see that and and take that in every day and deal with it. And you know, it's. Uh, I think what's crazy is people don't realize I almost quit. Sure. Well, I quit. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I did quit T Core. Um, and that was kind of. I mean, it wasn't directly related, but there was a lot of just seeing this every day was definitely a thing that got to me. Yeah. I almost quit T-Core because of the mental abuse I was receiving from our audience. Yeah. It's bad. It was so bad. Yeah. Like to the point that I was literally sobbing because I was reading so much hate about myself. Yeah. I hear this all the time when, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts that are interviews with celebrities, like big actors. Yeah. And... They never want to, they always preface talking about their lives with like, well, I don't, you know, I can't complain because people are always like, well, shut up. You're a, you yeah. know, you're a famous actor. Your life's great. You have millions of dollars. And on a much smaller scale, like, I feel like we have that a little bit. Yeah. It's like, I don't, you know, I feel like we can't complain because it's like we get to do YouTube for a living and it's a stupid, silly job. But it is it's hard like and it's so mentally taxing sometimes especially for you like me like i said like i'm behind the scenes like no one really knows who i am (laughs) but i do still see all the comments i read everything yeah and especially the comments you know i help make the content so the comments that are like yeah the content's garbage now like that's directly relating to stuff that i'm doing and seeing that every day is it is hard it's It's very hard exhausting yeah and I mean, no wonder. I don't know if anyone listening to our podcast also listens to Rachel Hollis. She's someone that I admire and look up to. Yeah. Um, she's all about kind of like lifestyle, life coaching kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, she doesn't even read the comments on her stuff. She has Most someone that is designated to do it because yeah. she's she's said and come out saying, I cannot read the comments because no matter what I do, someone has something negative to say. Well, that I mean, that is any and that's. That's part of the internet. Like it's garbage. It's like, a part of the. It is. And there it's is people always somebody that is going to yelling into the void. And yep. I think about people that are cyberbullied. Technically, people commenting rude things is cyberbullying. Yeah. If we want to be really technical, yeah, so I mean, it is. I mean, I'm being cyberbullied every single day. Yeah. But if these people saw me face to face, they would never have the guts or the gumption to say what they're saying behind yeah. the screen. Well, and people forget yeah. that there is another human sitting on the other side. Yeah. Well, and that's that's the big thing. I And I think that's like we got off on this tangent and that was what I was going to say is when you were talking about, yeah, like if you saw that person in real life, they wouldn't, you know, they're not going to say that. No. But even online on YouTube, when somebody, you know, they spew some hate, like, oh, this sucks. And we respond to it. You know, you, you we write back to their comment and say like, you know, sorry, like yeah, we're doing so our sorry. best. Yeah. Then they come back and they're like, oh my gosh, like I, I never I, thought you'd read you know, this. I didn't think you would read it. Like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, then why did you say it? Yeah. Like it is exhausting taking the high road. It is. It's exhausting. It is very exhausting. It's exhausting taking the high road. And 
trying your hardest to show up for people yeah that just have something negative to say about no matter like no matter what you're doing and this is the part that like really is hard for me because i am not the only one oh dude this is every this is is every every creator everybody everywhere like they are all getting so much hate from people and you know what like i've had conversations with hacksmith i've had conversations with nick uhas i've had conversations with physics girl and every single one is like yeah i receive a lot of hate but i have to remember they're just someone screaming into the void yeah why that's not okay it's literally not okay that people are getting so much hate yeah for producing content it's not okay free content free free that's the other free content like yeah you got to watch an ad and yeah we make money from that ad but free content free content that we are doing giving you as much information as we possibly can for people to scream into the void at you and tell you you aren't enough that you suck yeah yeah. And that's this thing that social media creates is it wants you to be this perfect thing yeah. and that's so unobtainable. Unobtainable and unhealthy. So unhealthy. Because that's the thing is, you know, and and I, you know, we'll get into like actually specifics mental health, but that's the thing is like as a creator or anyone, like that's the when I was talking about like interviews with massive actors, everyone has to pretend that none of it matters that they're they unaffected that they are effect- unaffected and that their life is perfect but it but look at not. the taylor swift documentary Dude, talk yeah. about someone that Absolutely. has literally been slammed and slammed yep. and slammed because she is so successful yeah. and she is brilliant how and produces she? incredible stuff yeah yeah literally how dare she how dare she produce good music and how sell dare she millions and millions and millions of records literally yeah literally how dare she stand on stage and beat beyonce out for an award yeah. and have it taken out of her hands and yeah. have someone scream have into Kanye the, scream, scream at, at like scream yeah. at her for winning an award yeah like how dare she yeah it's crazy that documentary for me yeah i haven't watched that was i had to watch it in chunks because i related to it so much yeah that it like hit home for me on so many levels that i was like i cannot watch all of this from like how skinny she was to her eating disorders to trying to be this perfect image for society and trying to like fit into these boxes that everyone wanted her to be in and then she was just kind of like you know what i'm going off the grid and then she goes yeah, off the grid and people still and have people problems like, with well, it. Why is she off the grid? What's she doing? What is she doing? Yeah. 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 You can't win. You literally cannot win in social media yeah. and under the like the attention of people. You can't. And it's exhausting. I'm sure this podcast will have people calling us out for this stuff we're saying. Yeah. Like, we can't win. No, we will never. You will never win on social media between the algorithms and between the content that goes up yep. and the ability for people to scream into the void. Yep. Like I, for one of my pictures on Instagram, sorry, this is a tangent. I put up a <laughs> picture and I was in a swimsuit and I was yeah. just kind of like hanging out. Like I just thought it was like a fun post. I was talking about like drinking water because I was drinking water in like the picture. Yeah. And I had to turn off the comps and hide the light really? count. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because literally everyone just wanted to objectify me. Oh, sure. And I was kind of like, holy yeah. fudge nuggets. Yeah. You know what's sad is that it's going to be one of my best performing pictures probably. Yeah. But no one was reading the caption about how i was talking about water and like clean water and blah blah yeah, blah like it was just the picture it was just the picture people are like oh my gosh you're so pretty and i'm like i don't give a crap if i'm pretty read the content yeah and i'm sure that then there's going to be people that are like well then you shouldn't post that picture you're clearly just doing it on purpose like whatever it's her social media uh, yeah it's a whole thing yeah it's a whole thing <laughs> but yeah obviously we have we have a long history with this about, we do about the mental health effect on uh, from social media and you know what's crazy is i got this from 
not Grant, but from yeah. Janae, his wife. Yes. This affected Grant so much. It's yeah. one of the reasons he quit. That's why he quit. T Core. Well, that was uh, I was going to say when you were talking about um, what was the other podcaster that you Rachel you Hollis, and she has a person hired to do. Yep. Well, that was why he hired me. Yeah. He hired me to read the YouTube comments, yeah. so he didn't have to. Because he like it literally breaks you anytime it, you stand in front terrible. of a camera, you are fearful of what people are you going are, to say. Yeah, because it's so it's so like personal. Yeah, like you are you're you're very vulnerable. You're like putting yourself out there, mm-hmm. and then just you know those comments come in, and and people are just just like blatantly hating you. Yeah, not even hiding it. Not even they're just hating you. Yeah, and yeah, Grant Grant was done with that. He didn't want to do that. It's anymore. literally the reason he brought on Nate. Yep, like he was done with YouTube, not because of views. Yeah. Because of the freaking comments people Be, uh, left. Just, yeah, because of the, the mental toll it took on him. Grant was so done that before he hired Nate, he was going to shut down the channel. Mm-hmm. Because he he was hiring me at the same time he hired Nate. And I had talked to him. I'd met with him. And he was like, yeah, I got a job for you. You can run social media and, and edit. And then he texted me like a week later. And he's like, ah, actually, I, 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 might just, I might just be shutting it down. And then he ended up not. And he hired Nate. And you know we kept on. And here we are. But um yeah he was done with it he didn't want to do it anymore he was sick of everything it's just sickening it's hard it is it's hard to deal with the fact that the founder of t-core was ready to shut it down because yep. the comments were even affecting him yep there it is there it is <laughs> like sure yeah. i mean and another cyber psychological concept it, it encourages our participation in social media and it's called hyperpersonal communication I have some thoughts on this too, but keep going. <laughs> because much of our online communication is textual, timestamped, and can be edited. Its emotional impact is augmented. It means we know how long it took us to compose the reply. Yeah. We can spell check our messages. Yeah. And so much more besides that. We definitely talked about it before, but it's like the thing of people picking their Instagram pictures. Oh, yeah. They pick the best one and post that. Mm-hmm. And... Obviously, that's a factor, and then, but it's the same thing with you know YouTube comments. Yeah, people can type, they can spell check, they can know what they're gonna say. Yep, and they type that out and then do that. I mean, a lot of times people don't spell check, but uh, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <dang> true. <laughs> but like, it's something that we have yet to get used to, and this is why social media will continue to be highly fascinating for a very long time. Dude, I am fascinated to, like, in you know maybe twenty years from now, those studies that are coming out that are like it's gonna be so disgusting it's gonna i mean yeah it'll be awful because like uh, the kids that are being raised right now oh yeah the people that are shove an ipad in front of their face shove an ipad that have an instagram account have a you know are watching youtube yep constantly Mm -hmm. like again we're hypocrites we're part of the problem unfortunately unfortunately yeah um but yeah those kids that have not seen a life without social media right that they are raised from age one something Phone, about computers social media. in your face yeah or whatever it is like it you know 12 13 they have an instagram account mm-hmm. and they're thinking about posting my children will not i, I mean i you know what's so funny is yeah. that anyone that works in social media yeah shelters their children from social absolutely, media absolutely dude when i have no kids, one no. gets social media they yeah. don't show their family they don't show their children they yeah. don't show anything about that private side of their lives because it's the only thing that's private yep the only thing yep. that you can keep a privacy. My children, they will not have social media. Yeah. They will not have social media. I don't want them to even think about it. I want them to have an imagination. I want them to be able to be creative. I don't want them to be 
jaded by the world of social media, reading horrible, harsh comments about themselves and feeling like they need to be a certain type of person. They will not have it. I agree. 100%. And what's so sad is that when you share the right type of content, you get this thing of like social currency. You get rewarded. Yes. Your stock goes up. Yep. So 62% of people say they feel better about themselves when people react positively to what they post on social media. Again, we have like I was just talking about this with uh, my family. Yeah. Recently, like two, three weeks ago, because I had listened to a podcast where a guy, he was a screenwriter, was talking about writing a movie and it came out and they were testing it with test audiences. And, you know, the first couple didn't do so well. So Mm -hmm. they were kind of down about it. And they were like, well, you know what? This one, this is the last one. We're not doing it anymore. Like after this, I don't want to do it anymore. I'm sick of it. Yeah. And that one went and they tested really high and they were like, oh, they love us. We're back in. Yeah. We have that every time we post a video. Literally every single time. I was talking about it because we had, we posted a video recently that was electroforming an Oreo and Uh it did pretty well for us. We were like shocked. And it was that exact thing where it was like the week before didn't do as well. And I'm like, this is like such a, you know, it's so rough. Post that video. I'm like. They we're, love us. We're back we're in, back. baby. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> and yeah, it's that thing of like social currency. It is. Yeah. And it's and it's wild to me because you're right. So in, in the back end of YouTube, and yeah. a lot of people don't know what the back end of YouTube looks like, yeah. there is this thing called the top 10 list. Garbage. It is your last 10 videos yeah. and how they are comparing minute to minute with your other ones yeah they rank them together yeah everything is like ranked and it's like you know views, yeah watch time everything is like compared yeah and so if a video goes to number one you get this confetti yeah literally when we talked about this last week talking about um the things like on an actual platform like the animations and yeah. the layout is all considered to give you the best possible youtube literally for a, a small group yeah the creators only creators see this only creators so like comparing that group size to people that actually consume youtube yeah they don't see that no it's just creators there is confetti when a video hits number one confetti that is what creators see but and- no one sees it because like when you're watching a video on youtube you have yeah. no idea what that person's back end looks like yeah, you don't know you don't know if it ranked 10 yeah, one three know. five but when it hits number one on the back end your screen is like confetti the, the it's user, like the user the the creator sees yes. confetti and is like you are doing so good yeah. like this is performing so well this is so, awesome and you're like oh i gotta do another one like, yes we're we're doing it we're doing it. and then the next one flops the next one you know like number five and you're like, you're like, oh, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But then, but that's the thing is like, you know, your stock goes up, your stock goes up and you feel great about yourself. And then the next one doesn't do well. And you're like, oh no, you feel so, feel bad. so bad. I'm like, man, I'm letting our audience I'm down. Just, I'm not doing it. They don't like it. It didn't hit. Like, is it yeah. title? Is it thumbnail? Is the video just crappy? And like, yeah. all this goes into what we're doing as Every creators. Day. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. Constantly. It is so sickening. It's so yeah the the social currency is, is a real thing is terrible yes and it's a massive part of why it's so bad it is and you know what's crazy is most of us are not aware of it yeah but we mimic each other's expressions in face-to-face conversation yeah this is called emotional contagion 
Yeah. And it's a big part of how we build connectedness. So that's face to face. Face to face. Face to face. We yeah. You. It's totally why do. you and I bounce off one another. It's yeah, why when you have yeah. two people in a video, that emotional connectedness that you get, they bounce back. And they forth. get that really good energy. Yeah. Unless they don't like each other, then you don't. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> so online, we recreate that crucial element of empathy by using emoticons and emojis. We try to. We try to. And today, ninety-two percent of people in the U.S. regularly use stickers emoticons and emojis in their online communication and 10 billion 10 Whoa, billion 10 billion emojis are sent around the world every day every day because it allows someone to take your message and understand if you said it in a happy tone a mean tone yeah. a sad tone a loving tone it's crazy have you okay so this is going back i mean i'm happily very happily married um <laughs> but going back to when i was dating oh that's where i'm at you're there, right? I'm and, in the dating. But but I mean, you've been you've been dating someone for a while now. Yeah, we've been like we're going on like 8 months. So. Right. But I'm talking like early days, like you just met somebody and you don't know cuz like after a while you know the person's you know their communication cadence. style. Yeah, their style, you their cadence, they, you know yeah. what things mean. But when you're getting to know a person, you don't know that style. Yep. And I had I had talked to people where like they didn't use emojis. I'm like, oh my gosh, this person hates me. Like, literally, they don't even want to talk to me. Why am I texting them? Literally, or they on? use periods. Dude, periods. I mean, come on. You put a period in a text, and a like, text. the world's falling you apart. You might as well just say you hate me. <laughs> like, why not just? Yeah, it's. Crazy. Why didn't you use an exclamation point? Are yeah. you like not excited? Are you like what's angry? going on? Yeah. What did I do? Because obviously, face to face, there's so many little like things that people do that you pick up on eye contact eye brow contact, raises bra everything like breath holding like hand, hand movement hands, hands <laughs> as we're here like waving our hands around while we're talking um posture crossed arms everything. legs crossed like yeah literally everything but on a text you have emojis and punctuation yep and that's all you get that's to, like, all you got baby to, to, to know and sometimes those things aren't even like how someone's feeling like, no, I've thrown an emoji out there just because I'm like in my head. I'm like, well, I got to soften. They're, they're going to think like, you know, yeah. uh, they're going to think I'm like mad or whatever. Yeah. So let me let me pop in like a smiley emoji. It's it's ridiculous. It's insane. And and I think about Facebook specifically how, you know, they used to have the, the like button, but then you could love it. And then you could have the yeah, angry. They have all the I, they still and then, do. Yeah, they still do. But like, remember yeah. when it was just like the like just a like and then they had the like in the heart. Yep. Like you could like it or you could love like, it. Oh. Or like you could like it, you could love it, and then you could be angry. Yeah. Or like you could be happy about it or yeah. sad. And like they yeah. have all these different emojis now that go along with Instagram posts yeah. for people to express how they're feeling. Oh, yeah. They have like the uh, emoji. And like you can do that in a story too. Yeah. yeah. You can do like 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what or, does like, 100 the 100 even mean? I like know, uh, you know? Some like slang thing. And I don't it's, know. it's one of those things that I look at it and I'm like, we are so out of touch with our emotions. Yes. There's no Big emotional time. connection anymore. No. And research has shown that there's an undeniable link between social media use and negative mental health. Uh, yeah. It creates incredible <laughs> low self-esteem and I am a freaking victim of that. Yeah. I, I I think anyone that uses social media is. Yep. Even if even if you are a small social media user, you're like somebody's mom that's just on there following a few people. Yeah. You're going to have some element of negative 
Oh, yeah. Mental health. So while social media platforms have their benefits, using them too frequently can cause people to feel increasingly unhappy and isolated. These negative emotional reactions are not only produced due to the social pressure of sharing things with others, but also the comparison of material things and lifestyles that these sites promote. Yep. I have nothing to say. Yeah, I mean, it is literally right there. It is it. in research. It is in studies. Yeah, literally everything on social media is curated. It is all it pretty is. It's, much it's, fake. It's all fake, and it it's not the full picture. I mean, on Instagram and Facebook, users see a curated content, yep. advertisements, posts, specifically all designed to appeal to the users based on their interests. Yep. Users may see others posting about their great jobs, excellent partners, their beautiful homes, how they feel happy, or how they feel inspired. Mm -hmm. And others, however, may see these pictures and feel jealous, depressed, even suicidal, due to the fact that their own life is not as perfect, quote unquote, as those they see on Facebook or Instagram. People have to remember that those places are highlight reels. Yeah, 100%. No one's posting, you know, an Instagram picture that's like them crying and like, you know, oh, I just got in a fight with my boyfriend. Well, or the frustrating <laughs> part, no, they're not. And the frustrating part is that the second you share something real, yep. people are like, oh, she wants attention. Well, yeah. Oh, she's craving you, attention. You get backlash from yeah. being real. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, she's craving attention. Oh, she's not being like, she's just like not getting as many likes as she normally does. So she's trying to get people's attention. She's trying to get sympathy or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, no, I'm being real. I am sharing something. And it's, it just infuriates me. Well, it's like what we said. Like, you you can't win either way. You can't win. You can't win. And, you know, recent studies have found that the frequent social network users believe that other users are happier and more successful than they are, especially when they do not know them very well in real life. Social media facilitates an environment in which people are comparing their realistic offline selves to the flawless, filtered, and edited online versions of others, which can be detrimental to mental well-being and the perception of self. Absolutely. You know, whatever, and their trip to Hawaii, (laughs) and it's all perfect images and you're sitting there like, well, why am I? I, I didn't go to Hawaii. Like, why I, am I not happy? Why am I not happy like that? Oh, these people look so happy. And it's like, well. You didn't see the fight they had five minutes before they po- they took this picture. Yeah. Or how they were smiling in front of the camera. And then, you know, maybe they were sad. Yeah. Or, or they had to take 12 pictures because the lighting wasn't just right. And they right. didn't look perfect. And, and also, you don't see, like, the money they spent to go to Hawaii. Exactly. And the time you know on an airplane and yeah. whatever to get to that perfect little spot to take a perfect little picture exactly yeah in new york city yeah where my boyfriend lives shout out shout out to michael so michael ilias m <laughs> um when we are walking around the streets and you know now that he's a local we don't really go and take a lot of pictures places like if we're doing something like we'll take a picture but yeah. i don't feel the need to kind of like take pictures when i'm in new york because yeah. doing long distance We have very limited time together, so we try to be very intentional with that. The amount of times that I've seen people standing in the streets, taking pictures, smiling in front of the camera, and the second the person puts the camera down in front of them, their face falls. Yep. Completely unhappy, scrolling immediately through their pictures, trying to see if like they got the one, and then like they continue on their way. Yeah. There is no happiness existing 
beyond those pictures. And even in those pictures, I'm guilty of it. If you actually truly look at someone's face, you can see the unhappiness. Yeah. You can feel how much they're hurting. Smile. Yes. Because, you know, maybe they're just trying to keep it together at that point. Maybe they're trying to just like do life to function because everything like they're an online creator and they just receive like crap. Yeah. All the time, no matter what they do. Yeah. And what's so sad is excessive social media use can not only cause unhappiness and a general dissatisfaction with life and users, but it also increases the risk of developing mental health issues such as anxiety and depression. Constantly comparing oneself to others can lead to feeling of self-consciousness and the need for perfectionism in order, which often manifests as social anxiety disorders. It's crazy. It's so crazy because when I find myself disconnecting with social media, my life increases. My happiness increases. Everything increases because I'm no longer trying to get a picture, a photo, a a moment. Like I'm literally living in the moment and living in life. Wait, okay. And and that right there, it's so sad, but it's become like a cliche thing of like, put your phone away, like live in the moment. But it's true. It's so true. Like this is something that my wife and I disagree on kind of. (laughs) Um, cause she doesn't really use, I mean, she has social media and she posts occasionally, but not really like she doesn't really use it, but she does love taking pictures. Mm-hmm. She like, you know, when we, we went to not too long ago, we went on a trip to California. Yeah. We're there for like a week. It was great. It was fun. And she likes taking pictures of places we go, food we eat, whatever, yeah. which I understand, you know, is like a memory. She likes to look at them on her phone, whatever. Right. Just even having the thought of like, oh, I got to get a picture. Like, let me uh, hang on. Just like uh, yeah. stand right there. Like, let me get. I'm like, I, I don't even want to think about that. Right. I don't want to think about, oh, let me get a good picture. Let me get, you know, let me frame this moment. It's so funny you say that because I used to be like your wife where I was like, let me take a picture of this thing, like the sunset. Yeah. Literally nine times out of 10, I never look back at the pictures. Well, I don't either. That's, so I don't. I right. I never take pictures. And like literally I'd look at sunsets and I'm like, oh, it just doesn't look as good. Like, let me add a filter or something. And I'm like, wait, hold on a second. This sunset is going to exist one time. Yeah. Just like be present, be in the moment, live in the moment, look at the buildings, try to remember the feelings it's creating within you. Like stop taking the pictures and I'm guilty of it. And I have to remind myself all the time, like, yeah, put the phone down, put it away. You don't need it. Because it's not necessary. Yeah. It's such a big trap that people fall into, I think, obviously. Yeah. And like I said, it's I feel like it's a huge cliche thing now. Like people say. Yeah. Like, oh, put your phone down. Enjoy living the moment. But really, like, do. But do. But do. Here, I want to ask you something. Because you went to Washington, D.C. And that was, you said it was like a sponsored thing. Like you were there doing a, a brand yeah. deal type thing. Yeah. How was that enjoyment versus just like a regular trip somewhere else where it's not? It wasn't. Right. Because like that whole time you're like, well, we got to get the shots. We got to do this stuff. We spent a whole morning. Michael hated it. I'm sure. We spent a whole morning of our trip. And keep in mind, like we do long distance. So like when we are together, like we have, like we did a weekend trip. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Yeah. But I mean, we spent six hours, like the morning, getting the food, getting the shot, getting the picnic blanket, making sure it was all set up properly. Yeah. Like making sure that it looked good, making sure we got the photos, making sure we got X, Y, and Z. And like if I could go back and redo that trip, I would not take a single picture. Yeah, exactly. I would go back and just be in the moment, be in the present, like hang out and like just be there. You're not 
enjoying it at that point no i was so worried about the pictures and making sure i got the content and making sure that like the lighting was right and that everything was perfect and blah 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 and it's kind of like okay but life's not freaking perfect life's not life is so imperfect so imperfect and hot hot take (laughs) if you think someone's life is perfect it's not stop yeah i don't care who the person is i don't kill i don't care if it's blake lively yeah angelina jolie none of them Mike, T- I'm just thinking of people. Mike Tyson. I don't know, like any other person. Uh, Mark big, Rober. Mark Rober, sure. Big, big YouTuber. Jimmy. Mr. Beast. Mr. Yeah. Beast. Jimmy. Mr. Beast. Like, yeah. These people's lives are not perfect. No. They have struggles, trials, and they're not sharing them with the world yeah. because it's the only privacy they get. And how yeah, sad sure. that the only privacy that we get as creators yeah. is when we're struggling. Is the struggles in life. That's really sad. Yeah. I've never thought of it that clearly and that is that is really sad it is so sad because the second we put something out there that's not on brand or doesn't track with us yeah. people are like what is this, like, Whoa, this i didn't is not want what this i didn't ask for this yeah what are you doing that's not your brand like yeah yeah, yeah. It's so it is sad. so sad <laughs> like i said at the very beginning of the first episode we have a lot of thoughts on this so. we do and it's so sad so another aspect of this social anxiety triggered by online media use yeah is fomo the fear of missing out yep i was just gonna explain what fomo is it's the extreme fear of not being included or missing a social event i feel like i don't hear about it as much i mean it's obviously still a thing it used to be more of a thing but it was like like, well i think it was just like people were discovering it as a thing yeah like naming like yolo like they came out with the name fomo yeah it was like oh it's a fun acronym acronym um but obviously it's still a thing it's still happening people are still doing things and posting about it there was a comedian that did a podcast with his wife over covid well it was like the be- the beginning of covid like when it first mm-hmm. broke and it was it was hot um it was kamel nanjiani do you know that oh yeah comedian? yeah it was him and his wife and i went back recently and listened to a couple episodes just to see what it was like mm-hmm. and one of their episodes is called the end of fomo because <laughs> during covid when no one was doing anything they had nothing to post about no so there wasn't that you didn't mm-hmm. really have that thing of like all oh, these people were doing this festival wow why am i not at the the festival no like people were just sitting at home with their cats or dogs doing nothing i mean i guess they could post that and you're like wow why don't i have a dog Mm -hmm. but um but fomo's back fomo is definitely back i think it's back bigger than ever totally because people took that time off so with fomo um users see pictures of parties which they were not invited glimpses of fun outings that they were able to attend because of work or school obligations and experience anxiety that no one misses them as a result. Yeah. Or the fear that they will be forgotten since they're not there. That's interesting. That's what you experience when you feel FOMO. Yeah. So FOMO can take a toll on self-esteem and lead to compulsive checking of social media platforms to ensure that an individual isn't missing out on anything, which can cause problems in the workplace and in the classroom. So the study conducted by Harvard University found that social media has a significantly detrimental effects on the emotional well-being of chronic users and their lives, negatively impacting their real-life relationships and academic achievements. I mean, there it is. That, that That's it. Like, that's literally, it. social media, I am so guilty of it, and it's something that I'm going to be so cognizant now. I mean, I even yeah. have the timer on my phone that it only allows me to use it for, like, 15 minutes a day. Yeah. And I find myself clicking it, constantly turning it off. Yeah. Being like, no, 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 I need 15 no, more minutes. Keep going, yeah. But do I really? 
Do I yeah. really need 15 more minutes? No, I don't. Well, no one no one needs it, right? No. Like that's the thing. But it's, it's the dopamine. Well, sure. The but, want. But like like if you're not a, a, an influencer, right? right? Or you know, an online creator, you don't need social media. No. <laughs> There's no you're not gaining anything from it. But guess why you have it? FOMO. FOMO. And you literally have it because you're scared that you're going to miss out <laughs> yeah. on something well, on Instagram. And and you also, in, this is something that I have never understood. And I rant about this to my wife constantly <laughs> is I don't understand the desire to share right. things about me. Like I'm like, I, I am not interesting. People don't want to <laughs> like, I don't want to share things about myself. People don't care about me, mm-hmm. but obviously people have a different opinion like i have different thoughts and, yeah. and they want and maybe that would change like if i posted one thing and it gets some likes and i'm like whoa hang on people, yeah people like me it's so detrimental to people's mental health so detrimental and it's detrimental to our mental health we've seen it firsthand i've experienced it firsthand you've experienced it firsthand and so have you probably listening to this podcast i yeah let us know we are coming to a close of our social media <laughs> rant rant and two episode epic yeah story literally um but let us know i'm very curious like if social media has impacted your life in a negative way. in a negative way yeah and what does that look like yeah like be or, specific yes as much as you want yeah or yeah. if this podcast opened up your eyes to totally if you, yeah. the use of social media if you listen to this and all of a sudden you're like oh that's why yeah. i've been feeling like oh really gosh. heavy and sad yeah and, all these things like love that yes be aware of it be conscious of it share this like we talked about before like that means the world to us if you can share this podcast with people allow them to be aware of how they are feeling and the impact social media is leaving on them um get the word out get the word out share this with your people because it's important yeah it is super important you know we're not saying like delete all your social media apps like you know become a hermit and, and live in the woods no um it's yeah it's just having that like be, be aware of it i think i said this yep. at the la- end of the last episode it's just yeah be aware of it you know these things are happening be aware of like okay that's enough social media for the day yeah and be aware of what it's doing to you especially if you are starting your day with scrolling yeah how totally. many of you roll over and the first thing you do is hop on instagram yep and scroll through yep see what's going on see, check like what'd you miss yeah. over the six hours that you were asleep at night yeah and then how many of you are scrolling going to bed? Like, it's so unhealthy. Yeah. Like, put the phone down an hour before you go to bed. Yeah. Allow your brain and body to turn off. And don't pick up that phone in the morning until an hour of your day has passed and you've done something productive. Yeah. Don't fall into the social media sitting, scrolling, yeah. looking. Because otherwise, if you start your day like that, then it's that's the, the, the FOMO, the comparing. Oh, it's you, all happening. You, you see somebody that's like, oh, they're they're out on a boat. Why what am I, I doing? What boat? am I doing today? Well, I got to go to work. Yep. Mm. That's not as fun. That sucks. Yeah. My life sucks. Literally. Yeah. But it doesn't. Your life is great. You're a beautiful creature. Your life is great. And you have things about your life that others probably wish they had. Yes. And that's fantastic. And mm-hmm. you need to enjoy those things. Enjoy them. And not compare to them to other people. Please stop comparing yourself. Which is hard. Please. That's a, that's a, that's a big ask. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Yes. But. But be aware of it. Conscious be aware of it. Of it. Yes. That's all we got. That's it. That is social media. Thanks for sticking along through our rants. Yes. Um, and, and whatnot, our personal opinions. Um, if you like this podcast, please share it. 
please share it. That is all we are asking is that you yeah. share it with people, make them aware of how social media is impacting their lives. Yep. All right, all right guys. Take care of yourselves. We'll see you next week. Let's not go scroll through social media. I'm not. We're going to go write a video script. Yeah. Or maybe film some reels. Not yeah. really sure yet. Shorts. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. <laughs> We're all rolled right. by social media. It's yeah, fine. we are. All right. Bye, guys. Have Bye, a great everyone. week. Are you ready? Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day is coming on October 26th. Amazon will host live hiring events in your city to showcase all the reasons why this Amazon Warehouse is the place to work. Things like competitive pay, great benefits, and so much more. Drop in for some swag, bring a friend, and you could even walk away with a job. To find an Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day event close to you, visit Amazon.com slash Hiring Day. That's Amazon.com slash Hiring Day. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Are you ready? Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day is coming on October 26th. Amazon will host live hiring events in your city to showcase all the reasons why this Amazon Warehouse is the place to work. Things like competitive pay, great benefits, and so much more. Drop in for some swag, bring a friend, and you could even walk away with a job. To find an Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day event close to you, visit Amazon.com slash Hiring Day. That's Amazon.com slash Hiring Day. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done.